students. Today we are going to have a discussion on the famous book, A Thousand Splendid Sons by Khalid Husseini. Um, the first question that I would like to ask is, what universal themes do you think are in the book? What lessons about life have you learned from reading this book? And please state the theme statement and why you think that that is an appropriate theme statement for the book. Um, certain themes or universal themes, uh, as the second question asked, is like, this book talks about basically certain things I wrote before was that um, like love, loyalty, and belonging, and also um, uh, shame and reputation. Certain examples of those that I've seen personally read in this book is that, um, for example, if we talk about reputation, uh, is that Nana, uh, no, not Nana, um, Layla's dad, I think, uh, sorry, Miriam's dad, right? He didn't want to own her. They gave her and her mother a different place far away from the city so that no one would know about uh, her and her mother and they would live in this Koba. So this hiding them in this far away place where no one knows, he cared about his reputation more than he cared about his basically daughter and uh, uh, wife. Uh, he was not a, she was not her wife, Nana, but uh, they had basically had intercourse and Layla, Miriam was born. So that's why I think uh, this book also like has this theme of shame and reputation in it. And there are other more universal themes too, like um, uh, perseverance of love, right? Anything, under any circumstances, love can be unstoppable because um, we see certain parts in, uh, we read certain parts in the book that states um, um, Layla falling in love with Tariq, right? And then they, after like multiple years, a decade or so, uh, they meet afterwards and uh, they've also had intercourse, uh, which was really private and, um, there are other situations like, um, prime example, Nana and uh, um, Mariam's dad, Halil, right, or Jalil, basically. They were falling in love, nobody knew about it. So love is unstoppable, and that is one thing I've seen in this, read in this book. So yeah, these are certain things I catched on. And one of the things, the universal theme was that, in my opinion, was, it's all about a lot of friendship. When uh, Mariam and Layla came together when Rashid got them. At first, they were not really friends because Miriam thought that Layla was going against her. But then after in the, in the story, you see that they both got really close. And one of the things I've noticed when, when, the way they got close was really like cool. Not cool, but like, it just makes you think. It was when uh, Rashid was gonna hit uh, Miriam. But then uh, Layla came out of nowhere and stopped him. And, it was like, and that made her think, wow, somebody cares for me. Or it's really just crazy, man, how it happened. Friendship was one of the really important things in those books, yeah. Um, um, some universal themes of the book uh, that I like found is like suffering and perseverance. I think it's, I think, like those are like the main themes of the books because it shows in the book that some characters are struggling like Mariam not having the opportunity to have a kid and how Layla like she suffered because of Tariq's death and then how sh 
she got like how Layla had to like struggle like when getting married to Rashid and As as Omar, as Osmar said that that a deem the book is about friendship, I agree. Because 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 when Lila and Murray met each other they they first didn't love each other. Because when Murray, Murray died, then Lila came to 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 take a, to take a sheep for him. As as the book go on, Lila Lila and Murray got, got back together because Lila had a child. Had a child and which Murray took care of. And and after the, after that they both started to hang out, talk about each other about their own personal life and what they wish to do. And uh, just like as Osmo said, Osmo said that the Marion saved Marion Marion saved Lila from the machine. That that was one thing important that that Lila knew that Marion had had her back in, in anything. Okay, let me stop you guys right there. So when I asked you for a universal theme, I wanted a statement. Yeah, it can say, no matter how traumatic the situation is, you will get over it. Okay, so, sometimes no matter how traumatic the situation is, you can get over it. Okay, that's more like a universal theme. I didn't want that words. Like when you say friendship, that, but what you tell me friendship and you explain something from the book, but what you're missing is, what's the lesson, a universal yeah. okay. lesson that can be applied to different so what, what is your, the lesson about friendship that you're talking about? Oh. What did you say? Did you say it was yeah. I said, I said love is unstoppable. So under any circumstances, love is possible. So whether it's war, how strict a country is, what is going on, there is still going to be a time or an event in that certain people's life that they are going to fall in love. So n love is unstoppable. Nothing can stop two people or any kind of thing to fall in love. So that's why I said uh, I like I like that explanation. Yeah. It's much more powerful. Love yes. isn't even in the time of war. Tariq and Leila were mm -hmm. able to fall in love. Yes. Even you know you would think, who can fall in love under those circumstances? But it happened. Yeah. And okay. And you you're talking about Miriam and Leila's relationship. Yeah. Okay. So how is that? What's the team statement for that relationship? With uh, friendship. It might okay. It might be like, my opinion is that is that. For them, friendship for them is like, it's like, um, right. um, yeah, someone can help you. Can you talk for me? Osmar was talking about friendship. I think he probably has yeah. one. Osmar, you tell us when a universal statement for friendship in the book. When there is no friendship, what's the point? Because when you're um, I understand without without yeah. relationships, the life has no flavor. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yes. Also, I can pick up from when he said how they were like, Mariam was thinking that uh, Layla was going to take Rashid from her and how they become friends. What I, uh, what I can uh, take from him is that, you know, unity can be anything because how they united at the end uh, did, um, what's it called, Mariam then uh, died, I think, right? And then 
uh, about that how they united and they they made this uh, escaping plan from Rashid. That would that that takes process and that takes people, you know. So being united at certain points is really powerful, and you can do a lot of things uh, with unity. So that's what I picked up from his uh, AK team, I guess you can say. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, like that was with that theme from yeah, earlier yeah, yeah. Um, that we wrote on the board. Mm -hmm. Well, no, it wasn't you, it was with my other course. But, you know, about like uh, united we stand, divided we fall. Yes. I hear. Do you want to add to this? Can I answer the question? Sure. Okay. So, I think that a good thing for the book is uh, with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, I couldn't hear you. Can you speak up? Uh, with great power comes great responsibility. That's good. Because um, I think that this team fits the book because the government in Afghanistan made a bunch of rules restricting women from doing stuff on their own, like traveling without a man or getting a job, which explains why uh, Afghan women uh, didn't work and would always have to stay at home. You, um, somebody want to piggyback on that? I agree with, uh, well, what was it like? Angel. Angel, well, what Angel said was, one of the books, it, talk it talks about a lot of uh, women not being able to work or do anything uh, if her husband is not there. But it's only the husband's everything. The husband can do this and that and that. But the women are left out without doing nothing, absolutely nothing. If the man, if the man dies, she, she, the, person needs, the person who suffers is the children and them. So yeah, it's a huge impact on, um, on the rules they have. Because it's, really, it's, not, it's, really, it's not fair at all. How can you, how can you? So, yeah, I, I do uh, agree with uh, what Osmar and Angel both said, with great powers comes great responsibility. Uh, so I do agree because um, there are certain rules that are really extreme that uh, the government at that time uh, really created and gave to those people, right? Uh, for example, on this page where they sent the rules was that women cannot wear uh, something like fancy or like jewelries and they couldn't dance. And then some other absurd stuff that was that didn't make any kind of sense, which are really ignorant uh, for them to say, from my opinion. But uh, I do also agree. And one thing I want to talk about, if we don't mind, like, you know, what have we learned from this book? You know, when we are reading this, like I would, I w I'm really interested of what we have learned. Since I am from Afghanistan, I want to hear different perspectives from other people too. So, yeah. Well, I, I can answer the question now. Uh, uh, one theme that I personally uh, think that is like from the book, un uh, universal, universal theme is hope. Because it's not because we're talking about universal. Uh, we're not just talking about just the book, but like we're talking about the like in general. Like you know, hopes uh, contributes like ourselves and motivates ourselves to get uh, some into positive actions. And hopeful uh, people can believe like they can influence their goals 
and it's on other people you know and not just staying there um i know the book just talking about just two uh women african women but there's there's a lot of hope in doing work i mean war and not just worry it can be in a lot of different stuff in the world and just like that hopefully it can be just something really helpful for you i would um, like to uh, Going back to what we said and that what, uh, well, from something that I learned from this book is that um, no matter um, how, no matter what you go through, you know, sometimes like difficulties, like this two women um, have like gone through like abuse um, from um, Rashid and all of that. Um, it's very incredible how they got to go through all of that, you know, um, suffering, but at the end, how they, uh, well, one of them died, but the other one actually got to um, kind of like go through that, you know, well, both did, but, you know, and I also will say that from my personal experience that no matter how hard, what situation you go through, you always come out of it, and even stronger, you know? So, um, also adding to what uh, Angie said, I think um, something is fake. I mean, they try to overcome, um, they try to overcome the bad situations that were happening at the time, their rules, and, everything so they always have faith that they were going to get out of that one of the one of the things i learned was the in the beginning of, of the when i thought of the word afghanistan mm -hmm. i was always thought men men having power men being unfair to the women being um treated when when women are being treated bad i always thought that men were doing it but in reality it was the it was the actually government where you cannot do this, this, where you cannot do this or that. For example, when, when Layla, when Miriam, it was Layla, every time she went to visit her daughter, she couldn't because uh, Rashid had us to be there and to take her to the orphanage center, orphanage center to, to, see, to see her, but then Rashid didn't want to. And that just made me mad. Like, why wouldn't you just take your wife to see her daughter? Mm -hmm. And it was just crazy. And, and one of the things I want to add on is how Miriam, no, how, when I thought about Afghanistan, I thought something about men having control over women. Mm. But they do have control over women. It's just that it's mostly the governments. They the Taliban, for example, is mm. when how they took control over uh, Afghanistan is when everything mostly changed. Yeah. Why would you think that man's like when you come to the thing, like um, name Afghanistan, what would you think about men? Um, men in general? In Afghanistan? Yeah, why, why do you have that thought? Is it because like, over the you know, someone that, you know. So is it like, that, which I think, I believe what she's asking me is that when, when you hear the word Afghanistan, right, what is, why is the first thought that comes to your mind is that men in power yeah. of more females. Oh, is right. it because of the social media depicting or, this yeah. or 
it's a social media things that going that's going on that's that have happened that I've heard. But I'm not really informative of that. But I heard stuff around mm-hmm. people talking about men having power over women. It's just like, but why would they? Ha- like, just um, questions. Yeah, it's just yeah, well, personal yeah, thing. Yeah. And any anyone else would you like to? Um, one thing I learned from this book is about how Afghanistan has different cultures and how in the book everyone like lives a different like, life, how, how we got to the story of Mar- Mariam and then how we got to the story of Leila, how they have like different perspectives and how the characters like have different points in their life. Yeah, so which is actually true, like quite a lot of the things. The, with this book is that it has a good balance between this, um, as Osmar said, men are mostly in control. That is because of the government who gives them the power to be in control. And also, as um, um, Damaris said, that there are different cultures and have different point of view and rules and regulations in each culture, which is actually true. I can actually confirm that is that people from, example, from the southern part have different opinions and perspectives and, and traditions and cultures and uh, people from the north of Afghanistan and some uh, like would like to keep the females more free and then some would like to give uh, be more conservative, I guess you could say, more control them in a kind of way. And certain things I have learned is that, and also have shocked me was that um, there's there's a lot. This book talks like a lot about the governments during that time. You know how many governments have occurred during that time. The war and also it talks about from a female perspective of um, how does a female thrive to that time during the war and all this, uh, let's say, difficulties and hardships. Um, and one thing would that did shock me was that um, as it also correlates to what the theme I said, love is unstoppable, is that. When Layla and Tariq are actually like, uh, aka in U.S. terms, dating, and then they also had intercourse, which was really shocking. I did not, I've never heard it, because I've lived there mostly of my life in Afghanistan. I never really heard the story of um, a couple having intercourse without, before they got married, which was something really like surprising to me, personally, myself. And also there's a good balance between um, how men are in power uh, f- for the first story, and then in, in the middle of the story where Layla and uh, her father, Bobby, right? How Bobby treats his, his wife, uh, her name is Fariba. Uh, you know, she is more in control in, uh, of Bobby, and that is because Bobby, as we have read, he's more of an educated person, right? He, he is more like a civilized, uh, and he knows more about, uh, you know, this urban life and life just outside of this box, I would say, of more extreme rules. And yeah, so there is a good balance, and I I have been shocked by this book a couple of times, honestly. But yeah, people make people make the men people make Afghanistan look bad. From reality, a beautiful culture. Yes. When I thought about Afghanistan, it was cool. I was like, okay, whatever. But then I started reading it. Oh my God, is this this has so many Afghanistan people have so much respect for their religion a lot. Yes. You cannot have. A relationship until you get married. Or until you can have intercourse before you need to be married, mm. and that's something else that different cultures don't have. Yes, and it's just crazy how strict they are with the women, with the cultures. It's really beautiful. I really like the book. Yeah, yeah, and um, well, also, and you. So going back 
to um, Universal Teams, one of the things I got from there, it was no matter how traumatic the situation is, you will get over it. Mm -hmm. um, so some of the traumatic things, um, um, Marion, well, Layla um, went through uh, living where she was when it was in page um, 346. When he caught her, um, threw her up against the wall and struck her with the belt again and again, the buckle slamming against her chest, her shoulders. He raised arms, her fingers, drawing blood, whatever is struck. So this is something in very hard um, oh, this woman like actually I know it's fictional but it you know there are in real world there are women who go through this and I can say it, I can tell it um, personal experience as well I will say again and I think no woman should go through this you know no no one deserves this it is really hard I, I, me reading this book it just got me like when I was reading this part it got me crying like I really was crying and yeah, it's hard how women go through this. Yeah. Yes, yes, I, I do agree. And there are some really like harsh and cruel things that, uh, you know, men, specifically Rashid, uh, do to his wives. Uh, I would remind you of a part where um, Rashid uh, uh, gave stones, I believe, to uh, Mariam to chew on it, right? Yeah. That is really like, you know, out of limits. That's crossing the line. and. I've never actually heard this and actually seen it in person. Uh, really cruel. And uh, also, as you stated, you know, the beating, I believe, of Layla, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, women, yes, that's true. Everyone is equal. No one really deserves to go through this um, adversities in life and get this kind of, like, cruel beating uh, by her husband or whoever that is. No one actually deserves it. Uh, but then again, we uh, do have to look at, you know, more generalize it, you know, look at general. Uh, in the whole world, right, it's not just in Afghanistan, let's be honest yeah. here. Mm -hmm. I have seen it in many other cultures too. I'm not trying to defend it, I'm just saying that um, yeah, other cultures do yeah. have it too. And with the world, it, what's happening right now is historically men, it's, it, they have more power over females. And uh, we had a discussion last class in 1920s, I believe in the U.S., women got... Um, it's been a century since women got their like most power in this workforce and education and stuff. Women in uh, in Afghanistan still right now since the government has changed in, since August I believe, um, women are again banned uh, for from educating, getting educated and stuff. Right. So it is happening again. And uh, if yeah, yeah, and going to government corruption. Mm -hmm. Well. It, it's sometimes it's not the government, you know. It is I don't know where this man's get this idea of like beating, you know, get being abused, um, um, because sometimes like it happened. It has happened in the United States. I will tell it again for personal experience that it has happened, and not because of government corruption, you know. And yeah, I I I agree, and, and we can I I think. You, you guys can agree to disagree, uh, but I think it's because of the human nature of men. They seem to have more, they think that they have more power over right. the weaker ones. Uh, I believe in this scenario we can consider the females. Some females are really strong than men, but majority of the females we can confirm that yeah. they're not as strong as But sometimes men. it happens because also, you know, economic, this yes. economic support where women are not able to, you know, um, 
find a job and that's when the man comes in and they will be like oh look I will work and then you stay at home that's when the this whole control comes from as well yes. yeah so like as you said like uh, men thinking that like they're the provider right yeah a and that gives them the control to like I provide you food so I think I can also control your life too that's 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 really true honestly like I right. agree with you over here and majority of the times it's the human nature but in this scenario of the book, right, it's more also history and also the government rules as we read on the pages, right? Um, there are rules for men, but there are also rules for uh, women too. And men are more upheld in this scenario. So if you remember, Rashid said to Layla that um, uh, I can go to the government or counselor, whoever, and they will believe me, but instead of you, that's also like, you know, yeah. the government is giving power to them. So. Yeah, they defend the they defend the men more than the women. Basically. Yes, yes, sir. And this goes back to Angel's. Um, I want Angel to kind of finish this little conversation with. Mm -hmm. He said one of the themes of the book was with great power comes great responsibility. And how can you apply that? Like you explained it a little bit, but now I think that they've developed it more, and I want you to finish it off. What do you? How does that apply to what they were just talking about? It says, with great power comes great responsibility. Um, what they were saying were that um, in this scenario, men have more power over women, which comes back to the government because they're the one making the rules. They're the one um, giving the power to the men. So they think that they are more superior to the woman and I think but you're, uh, you're talking about the power but not talk about the responsibility so what should be the responsibility uh, to take care of their woman yeah. to make them feel safe and that they can go anywhere without them and trust them that's beautiful okay great awesome job let's go inner circle goes to the outer circle and outer circle comes